This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter on Joy 94.9, the show answering the questions you didn't even know you had. This week's guest is the owner and director of coffee delivery platform Alt Drop, Nick Stewart. We talk about the benefits of being able to order different bags of coffee beans from a number of Melbourne's best roasters, how Nick turned his idea into a reality, plus how his business has actually thrived during lockdowns. I think people really do appreciate being able to explore different coffees and different brands, different roasteries, and to be able to do it all from the comfort of their home. And especially interstate customers as well. There's a lot of customers that, you know, may have explored Melbourne or come down for like a trip and whatnot. Then they're going back to Brisbane or Sydney and then they want to keep on exploring those coffees that they tasted whilst they were visiting the city. It's more of like a discovery platform and it's just a fun experience overall. And it's really, really cool seeing how many customers send us free photos and, and write reviews just saying, just sharing their experience. Could you tell me a little bit about what Alt Drop is for those that don't know? Old Drops and online business where we sell coffee from different roasters around Melbourne. So it's basically for any customer that loves drinking coffee at home, just to get some sort of diversity of the coffees that you can choose from. The way I sort of describe it is it's, if you think of ASOS, you know, like a, like an online marketplace for different roasters, different selections of beans, different coffees, but all in the one spot. And how long has Alt Drop been a thing? So we launched about 14 months ago, which was last June, end of June, 2020. But before that, you know, maybe it took maybe three, four months to start sort of building towards that, start gaining momentum. I had this idea built up like for a while before that as well, actually, because I moved down here from Brisbane at the start of 2019. And I did that because, you know, Brisbane's just a big, small country town. It's like what I like to say, even though like it's a great city in itself, but growing up in the same spot, you always just kind of want something new. So I moved down to Melbourne because obviously it's a bigger city, small challenges, just a different, yeah, just a different life. And obviously the coffee scene down here is just great. And I thought, you know, let's come down here, let's take on the challenge. And yeah, here we are. So I guess it's always been an idea that I've had in my back of my mind, but it wasn't until the whole pandemic hit. Here Nick talks about the moment he realised it was time to put his idea into action. I was working up in a roastery in Brunswick at that time. I saw the online sales just go through the roof and I figured, you know, I had this idea in my back pocket. Let's just give it a shot. Let's see what happens. And then from there, it just sort of snowballed. So you mentioned that you were working at a Roasters. What is your previous experience before Alt Drop? Yeah, I've always been in hospitality, you know, like sling shots behind a behind a coffee machine. And that's <laughs> I thought that was going to go a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. I've always, yeah, I've always worked in cafes and whatnot. Like, growing up while studying. And then so what I wanted to do, because I've always wanted to have my own online business, because I've always wanted to be my own business owner and whatnot, but I never really wanted to jump into like like cafe work and stuff like that. Even though it's great, it's a passion, but it's always been my goal to have some sort of online store. And what I wanted to do was figure out the logistics behind how to run something like that. So in Brisbane, I got out of the hospitality scene and went into warehousing and started to work for an online store up there just to figure out like how to ship out to you know customers for careers and the logistics behind it. And then having that knowledge, moving down to Melbourne, I jumped back into the coffee scene and eventually went into roasting. 
in Brunswick and learn more about coffee and learn more about the skill behind it and how to produce the, the great product. I just kind of merged the two together and just it all kind of fell into place, which is pretty sweet. I've always loved the coffee industry and, you know, the people in that scene and especially down here, like everyone's just, just super nice. Like it's, it's such a cool industry to be in. Everyone just like shares the love with each other, you know, even though I guess you can't see each other's competition having this many roasteries around town. But yeah, just everyone just in the scene is just like so lovely, so welcoming so passionate about what I do and it's just it's a great field to be in why do you think that your ambition was always to have an online business I know I've always just been fascinated by it uh, just building a brand I've always been passionate about like running something online because I feel like it's just it's just suited for me because I've always wanted to have something in like a creative field and something that way I can work on a computer and like you know always sort of implement new ideas that come to me as opposed to having a business when you're kind of like set in stone and you're doing like the same thing like each day like day in day out like I feel like me personally would get to a stage where I feel trapped in something like that what I love about having an online store especially like Alt Drop is that I can think of these big ideas and you know it can push them forward and try to you know just bring the life and I find that really exciting it sounded like he had the idea for Alt Drop before moving to Melbourne and maybe his move to Melbourne inspired him to actually do something with it I asked Nick if that was the case I guess I just back myself in. I know it kind of just, yeah, I, I think it's just a matter of timing. Like, you know, people say to you sometimes, like, things just happen. And I guess it's, this is kind of the case, you know, if I understand the pandemic's been like a horrible thing, but without that occurring at that particular time in my life, like, I wouldn't be where I am now. You know, I was going to lockdown. I wouldn't have seen the sales go up in that grocery that I was working for. And I wouldn't have said to myself, like, hey, like, let's, let's see this as an opportunity and, and, and go forward with, like, with this idea that I've always had. So I guess, like, yeah, it's, it's, I've always thought about that as well. It's kind of like if things were a little bit different, where would I be right now? And, like, what would I be doing right now? So I guess things just kind of fell into place. Okay, so you've got this idea. You're like, all right, I've spoken to some people. I've realized mm-hmm. that my initial plan is not the way to go. I am going to put in effort. I'm going to put in time. I'm going to put in energy. How does it go from an idea to the tangible business that is Alt Drop now? Before that, I was doing this other idea up in Brisbane, actually, because I did have a couple of different businesses up there, but nothing to set in stone. It was always just kind of like, you know, just rolling the dice, see what happens and just kind of like, like side projects, I guess, if you will. And up there, because, you know, music's always been a big passion of mine as well and being up there in the scene and stuff. I knew a lot of different bands and what I actually did up there too is it was a similar sort of idea to Old Drop and I would sell different merch from all different local bands. And um, so I guess with that experience, I kind of came into fruition here. So I guess I always knew how to like run a website. I always kind of knew how to get things going. So when it came to doing old job at the beginning, I think I started off doing the website and just tried and tested a lot of different things until I found like the right branding. Yeah, I always kind of thought to myself, I would just back myself in and see how far I can get just doing things by myself without, you know, getting too big headed. So yeah, I would start the website and just like get creative with it. Just keeping putting some hours into it, keeping like experimenting different things, different color schemes. So I found the right thing that felt right, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, from then, once I had like a good website set up, uh, yeah, I just started like talking to the roasters again, started chatting with, cause I already had that relationship with Christian from Mark Lane and, um, with Sam at Padre. And so I started just brainstorming ideas with them and jumped into like meetings with them and stuff like that. And, you know, they backed me in and I'm so grateful for their support. Just from there, I just started contacting all these different other, Roasters and it just kind of starts snowballing, which is cool. And, you know, as I 
went on, I get to developing the website, developing the branding, the business strategy, I guess. Now, we mentioned that the reason this business exists is because you saw sort of a need. You saw you were at this Roasters, you saw that their sales were increasing because people are at mm-hmm. home, they're in lockdown. The business basically has in its entirety been in lockdown, right? Basically, yeah, I mean, in, yeah. in and out, basically. In and out, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I, I would imagine that you've been quite busy because like a lot of people are working from home, are literally just at home because of lockdown. Have you have you found that it's been quite busy? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like the, uh, obviously, yeah, as you said, like everyone's at home. Everyone can't necessarily go out and get coffee from cafes or like from the normal um, shops that they get beans and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, just everything's just been so much busier due to the lockdowns. So, we know why this business is important to its customers. You get a variety of Melbourne's best coffee delivered to your door. You get to discover Melbourne's coffee scene. But why is Alt Drop important to Nick personally? I love running this business because it just just allows me to do everything that I'm passionate about. Like, you know, working in the coffee industry for a while now. Being able to bring creative ideas to life and then especially what I also love is the customer base that we have. Like it's so it's so rewarding when you work hard and then you get customers who just really appreciate what you do. And I love that about this business. Like for instance, I'm this one gentleman and he uh he, he calls me about once every fortnight ordering new beans and him and I, you know, we just have a good chat for about an hour each time and you know we're on a really good first name basis and like we have a really good relationship together. So yeah, things like that, like just just the small things that just makes me like really love what I do. And yeah, as I said earlier as well, like being able to work in this in this industry with such awesome people, like there's there's some great people I've met. It's just been really, really, really rewarding. So we now know why Nick loves it and it's important to him personally. But like always, I had to ask, what's the worst part of what Nick does? I guess like it's not necessarily the worst part, but because we do deal with a lot of different suppliers, like for instance, we have 17 roasters on board at the moment. With that comes a lot of logistical problems that do arise. For instance, we don't hold any stock. We um so basically when we get orders in, we put that through the roasteries and then we go pick them up the next day or the, or the day after that. And then we come back in and ship it out of our, uh, our HQ. So I guess having that many suppliers has been a little bit tricky, but I love, I love problem solving. And yeah, you know, it's, it, if you're passionate about something, you can always get over those hurdles. So it's not really the worst part. It's just most intensive part, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's just a logistical thing. Yeah. Yeah. And as we get bigger, it's going to get more complicated, but I'm quite excited for that challenge, to be honest. You know, I ideally want us to get to potentially even 30 suppliers by end of this year, 30 versus, and just keep on growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah, you never know, we might go from Melbourne or to Sydney or, you know, nationwide, you, you never know. It's a challenge, but I think, as I said, you know, if you're passionate enough, you can always get over those, those challenges. You can always oversee them would it ever become a situation where you would just like bulk buy off everyone and then have like a warehouse? Potentially, but I mean, freshness is key. Oh Uh, yeah. So we always want to be able to offer the customer the freshest batch possible. The last thing we want is for copies to be sitting there for two or three weeks. And then, yeah, they receive that after like another few days in the post. That's, that's the thing. Like I always want to do best for the customer and customers really appreciate how fresh they receive their coffee. 
I guess, you know, the other thing is like with that is obviously there's different crime variants and stuff like that. So it can get a little bit complicated. So, you know, it's, yeah, like I said, it's a challenge, but it's, it's something that I've managed for the past year and a few months now. So, you know, I don't see it ever being a problem going forward. How interesting. Like I would never have even thought about that, but of course. It would be amazing to hold stock and, and do that, like, like a t-shirt business or something like that. But like, it's just the nature of it. You know, each business has their own complications. So. And in terms of like the admin of running your own business, you thrive with that? You love that? Yeah, yeah. I think customer service is so important. So whenever like, you know, a customer might get in touch with us and they, they're they looking for a particular coffee or, or something, they're, they're having problems with something, like I'm always going to jump on the phone with them if they want to have a call or I'll reply to their email straight away. Um, yeah, I think customer service is so important. And I think you should always treat every single customer as your family. And, you know, no matter how big you are, like, you know, even 10 years time, if it's not me running the admin, it's someone else doing it, I would still want that to be the case. Customer service is so important. And yeah, I think it's a really good moral to have within your business. Have there been any memorable moments or a moment that you can think of so far in the journey and life of Alt Drop that have really validated what you do? I get customers reaching out and they just want to have a good chat just about coffee or about anything in general. Like that's what I really, really love. I love when I get those sort of relationships with customers. Like I have other um, customers who's ordered like, you know, over 20 times now and, and like we have really, really good relationships with them. And it's not just a number to me. It's like an actual person behind those orders. And when I, I'm able to actually meet those people and like speak to them face to face. And yeah, that's what I really, really appreciate. And that's what makes, you know, all the hard work worth it. And I guess the other thing on that note is because, you know, I do go pick up the coffee from the roasters. That's the other thing that I love about this job too, because I can go meet all these roasteries or all the people behind these roasteries every single day. And I can have some great conversations with those people. And I really, really appreciate that. Like, it's just, it's fantastic to be able to drive around each day and, and have these sort of conversations and get to know them better and get to know what they're doing within their own coffee scene and see what their ideas are and stuff like that. And yeah, it's just, it's just amazing to be in that industry, in that culture. Nick's a huge fan of the industry and loves being a part of it and its culture. And while his business is only young in the scheme of things, it is taking off. I wondered how big his team is. Yeah, so we have a bit of a team going on. It's myself picking and packing and picking up the coffees. And then we also have Renee who does the same thing as well. Um, so her and I are more like dispatch and whatnot. And I myself as the director and a business partner, Jordan. Uh, him and I met up in Brisbane. Now he lives over in Perth. So we deal with a lot of the back end sort of things, which is great. And then we also have another other members on who's doing social media and, and advertising and whatnot. So I guess it's a little, it's a small team, but we, we all have our own, our own roles and everyone's smashing it. And yeah, I love it. What would Nick tell someone with an idea like his, who's thinking of starting something like he did? I think just back yourself in, hey? I mean, I didn't go and get a business degree or anything like that. I think if you're passionate about what you're doing and yeah, you, you believe in yourself and just, just go and do it. For instance, I have a couple of friends who sign businesses at the moment and that's why I say them as well. It's like, you know, you might get some sort of criticism and people might say your idea is not great and whatnot. But to be honest, I got that same sort of thing at the very beginning. People said, why would people buy coffee off a platform like Drop when they can go straight for the roaster? And at first I was thinking the same. I was like, yeah, maybe they have a point here. But then I just backed myself in and yeah, here we are. So I think self-belief goes a very, very long way. And I think, you know, if you're really willing to do the hard work and put the hours in, 
and really grind, then go for it. And I think you'll find yourself, you know, it might take a year, it might take a couple of years, but you'll find yourself at that point when you feel really, really satisfied about what you're doing and yeah, all that hard work will be worth it. I feel like you just made a coffee pun unintentionally. Really grind. <laughs> <Not the grinding. laughs> yeah. yeah, I do that often. I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that you'll be working at Alt Drop forever? I like to think so. Yeah, for sure. I think we can do some really big things with this. And I think it's just the beginning. You know, it's only been, what, 14 months. And yeah, we just, we just literally just, yeah, just started. I think there's so much more to do. And there's a lot of bigger ideas that I want to sort of adventure into. It's just a matter of time, matter of when and how do we get there. But like, that's the exciting part. You know, I can't wait to see what, where we are in five years time or 10 years time or however long it's going to be. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be very, very exciting. What are your plans for expansion? We want to focus on Melbourne first, 100%. Like, this is it, like, you know, selling the best specialty coffee that Melbourne has to offer. That's our, always been our thing. And so I think that's a good starting point and seeing how many more roasters we can bring on board. You know, just keep on building out the operations here. And yeah, we know, like, you know, the Sydney specialty coffee scene is becoming more and more popular. We have a lot of customers based over in Sydney, New South Wales. So that could always be something to, to consider down the track, but that's that's very much a what if type of scenario. Whereas like with the Melbourne base, it's we really, really want to sort of capitalize on here and really keep on growing and really just turn this from a small business into like an actual brand. Like it would be amazing to be known one day as, you know, Melbourne's best online platform for specialty coffee or even Australia's or let's let's see how we go. And yeah, there's big ideas and yeah, there's no stopping us, I guess. Love it. Yeah, also would love to get into being able to start shipping over to international countries as well because, you know, uh, especially coffee scene over in Korea and, and Japan and, yeah, Singapore, there's there's always great spots over there too. So, and we've had a few customers reach out to us there. But, yeah, it's just a matter of getting there and, yeah, figuring that. Before I let Nick go, it would be remiss of me not to ask what he thinks makes a good coffee. What do you think makes good coffee? I think coffee is very subjective. I think it comes down to the person and then going one step further, it comes down to the roasters as well and how they, how they source their coffee, their practices behind that. A lot goes into a good cup of coffee. And I think there's a lot of different hands in that scenario. And Whatever you like is good coffee, right? For sure, yeah. It's like kind of like people that sip and smell a glass of wine and they go, oh, I can taste, you know, honeysuckle and peach and a hint of nectarine. It's yeah. They're really good at identifying the flavors and potentially there are people mm. out there that are really good at identifying particular flavors in, of coffee, but it's not necessarily about that and more so about just what you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Like from a customer's point of view, like, uh, yeah, what makes a good coffee is subjective to them and their personal taste. And then from a business standpoint, what makes a good coffee is all the ethical practices that go behind it as well and where you're sourcing that coffee. Do you have any tips or tricks about making coffee at home? Because we're all in lockdown at the moment. <laughs> we're For all sure. going to order some beans. What do we do with them? For sure. I mean, you don't have to get too over complicated to begin with. I mean, if you just like your, your black coffee, like, you know, on blacks and whatnot, you literally could just... Yeah, make it with like a percolator or a stove top or whatnot, and they cost maybe like fifty or sixty dollars. Yeah, there's lots of different scenarios. If you want to go even one step further and then start making like espressos from the espresso machine, you can get some cheap ones out there, or you can even like you know 
really fit out your whole kitchen and start diving into filter coffee and really start exploring the different the differences between like you know different processes and different varieties and where different origins and whatnot like a like a African origin might taste different to a South American origin. And yeah, so there's, there's a lot of different experimenting you can do with, with coffee and that's the fun of it. But if you want to just get started, don't overcomplicate it. Just see where you go and then, yeah, just keep exploring what you like and, yeah, just go on your own journey. And enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's great fun. I'd like to extend a huge thank you to Nick Stewart for being on the show. It's been awesome to hear about someone who had a big idea and has made it their reality. If you'd like to know more about Nick and Alt Drop, you can head to altdrop.com.au. As always, thank you so much for listening to the show, and I hope you got as much out of it as I did. If you love this show, please shout it from the rooftops. Tell your bestie or your neighbor so we can get more and more people listening to it. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter. If you think you or someone you know would make a great guest on the show, get in touch. Email that at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.